The Virginia governor's race is the race to watch. Although if the Republican pulls it out in New Jersey, I won't even remember that Virginia exists. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Leland Vittert joins us right now from News Nation Now, newsnationnow.com. On balance with Leland Vittert. You can catch that every single evening, Monday through Friday. He's in Virginia keeping an eye on things. And uh, let's uh, start with uh, the, the basics here. It's election day. It's the Democrat Terry McAuliffe. It's the Republican Glenn Youngkin. You've been trying traveling around, seeing some of the polling places. How is the voting going? Are they saying heavy, light? Where are we at? Well, it obviously depends on where in the state you are. Uh, We're up in D.C. and uh, obviously Virginia across the Potomac River. Anecdotally, uh, turnout's pretty light in the very, very blue parts of Fairfax County. We haven't been out to Loudoun County, um, which is the uh, more affluent uh, part of northern Virginia that went very, very heavily pro-Biden. And uh, there was a real backlash among, and we've talked about it, you and I, Tony, a lot, suburban uh, women, especially suburban moms who didn't like President Trump in 2020. It would appear as though those same suburban moms who didn't like President Trump in 2020 really don't like uh, critical race theory. They really don't like being told that their kids need to use bathrooms that can be used by transgender students. They really don't like mask mandates, and they really don't like teachers unions. Uh, those are all things that Terry McAuliffe is in favor of and all things that Glenn Youngkin were able, was able to tap into. Now, you've been talking about politics for a long time. I've been covering it for a long time. I don't remember, and maybe you do, a statewide race where the number one issue uh, was education. Oh, no, no. I, I think that's part of the amazing thing here. But what's more amazing is that it was made the number one issue by Terry McAuliffe in that debate, I, if, if I'm tracing it back, not being an expert on Virginia politics, that's when this race turned. As you've been looking into it, that debate where Terry McAuliffe said in that flip way, uh, parents shouldn't be in charge of their kids' education. Is that when it turned or was it actually turning prior to that? It was turning prior to that. You'd argue that that was the inflection point, right? That was the, that was the match on the gasoline. And Glenn Youngkin had been pouring gasoline, as had the parents, as had the school board, as had everybody else, for a while. And then McCulloch just dropped the match, and boom. And that's when you saw the polls, you know, the momentum start to shift. The big mo, as my friend Mike Allen calls it. Uh, that's, that's one part of this story. The other part of this story is how Glenn Youngkin has walked the tightrope of tightropes. He has embraced Trump voters without embracing Trump, actually kept Trump at arm's length, won't say the T word no matter what, even when asked directly about it. And still, uh, I was down in uh, Washington County, Virginia, which is right on the Tennessee line. It's about as red of a county in America as you get. Uh, President Trump won 76, 77 percent of the vote there. And I said, uh, well, you know, the, you know, Youngkin doesn't doesn't talk about Trump, doesn't advertise that he's been endorsed by Trump, won't have a Trump rally on and on and on. Does that bother you? They said, nope. They said, we need a leader. We like a man who stands on his own. That's what Trump did. That's what Youngkin will do. And it's a fascinating thing to watch because for so long, there have been so many Republicans who thought the only way to win was wrapping themselves in the MAGA flag. If Glenn Youngkin wins, big if still, uh, this will prove a different path. 
Talking to Leland Vittert of NewsNationNow.com, the show on balance uh, with Leland Vittert. I believe that's on 7 p.m. Eastern time, Monday through Friday, is when you catch that. It's an interesting point that you make because Glenn Youngkin has been able to do what many would have described prior as the impossible. He's not anti-Trump. But he did not latch on to Trump. The only Trump that you saw in Virginia was last night, and now I believe it was a tele-rally, as opposed to him actually being there. If Yunkin wins, will it be seen as you don't have to connect yourself to Trump, or will it be seen as you need a Democrat who shoots himself in the foot as many times as Terry McAuliffe? Well, Terry McAuliffe has shot himself in the foot, and also he's tried very hard to make this race about Trump. You know, Terry McAuliffe says Trump, 20 times in five minutes. I know that because I've interviewed him. And I've been at rallies with him and all you, you would think that he was the guy endorsed by Donald Trump. He says the name Donald Trump so much. The, the flip side of that for Glenn Youngkin, I think, is that it proves that I don't even think you can. I think it proves that for 2022 and even perhaps for 2024, but that, that there is a path in blue and in purple states that exists without Donald Trump. You said a tele-rally. That's pretty interesting because the only person who talked about that tele-rally was Terry McAuliffe. Glenn Youngkin didn't participate in it, didn't advertise it, didn't push it out on social, didn't push it out on email, and was holding his own rally completely irrespective of Trump during the time. So, you know, people, the, the MAGA crowd wants to say, oh, well, you know, Trump's endorsed him and everything else. Yeah. And Glenn Youngkin said, thank you very much, uh, Mr. President. It's sort of like the crazy uncle at the wedding. Like, that's great. Love you. But you need to stay away. And but I, but I think so if it works, it's a big deal. Yeah, but I, I think that what people do as a problem is they, they think that means that it works everywhere. I think that may be very specific. You know, we discussed the idea of all politics are local, um, uh, that, that Tip O'Neill. But. That may be true of Virginia, but that may not be true of Georgia. Herschel Walker, who's leading the GOP field now for Senate, is going to have Donald Trump with him as often as humanly possible. So it, it does play differently for Republican to Republican, depending on where they are. But win, lose, or draw, hold, hold, hold does on. this— hold, hold, hold. I just got to give you one thought. Go ahead. Herschel Walker is going to have Donald Trump with him every step of the way for the primary. And then he's going to run as far away from him as he possibly can in the general. And and that's the same way it would work in Virginia. That's the same way. That, that's just the way it is. Glenn Youngkin was able to win the primary without Trump and then figured out he didn't work in the general. So now let's and I, I, I may take that bet on uh, Herschel in the general. Let's now take that the, the other way. What do the Democrats learn from this win, lose or draw? What do Democrats across the country learn from this Terry McAuliffe race? The question is, do they want to learn and do they have the courage to learn? The, what they would learn is, is that there is a lot of suburban women who are – and suburban parents. Interestingly enough, kids – if you break this down, if you break Virginia down, people with kids in K-12 through 12 education break for Yunkin. People without kids in K-12 through 12 education break slightly for McCullough. Okay? That's incredible. For, to a divide, for a divide like that. And the question is, is does Democrats learn that the woke worldview pushed to the extreme that it has been pushed to right now turns a big part of their base off? 
Now, I, I had shared earlier on the show this, this I, I thought it was a fascinating bit of, of audio. To me, it, it, it says it all about what's going on in Virginia. This was from uh, PBS NewsHour, and they were interviewing a, a mom there. I want you to listen to this just for a second. She's voting Republican this year, and she sees others like her. I have some friends that are Democrats who have never voted right in their life. And this time they voted every red box they could find. I have friends who are Democrats who never voted red in their life, and this time they're voting for every red box they can find. What I found interesting about that, Leland, the idea of every red box they could find is that this is voters not talking about cult of personality. They don't care about the person. They care about the policies that best are that are best for their kids and best protect their kids and best allow them to do well for their kids. That's a real shift compared to the cult of personality of Barack Obama, compared to the cult of personality uh, of Donald Trump. Absolutely. And dare I say it's refreshing to hear that voters are moving back to talking about uh, policy. And it it shows you that when the policy gets too far out of whack, the cult of personality doesn't work. As you see this uh, and and you're following this tonight, you'll be reporting on it on News Nation Now, NewsNationNow.com. You uh, feeling like there's a definite winner here? Are things trending in a certain direction as you're seeing it right now? The smartest guys I know won't ever give you a prediction because then they can be wrong. They'll tell you what to watch for, which is Loudoun County. Uh, We call it ex-urban, one of the wealthiest places in America. If Terry McAuliffe leads by double digits uh, tonight or in early voting, uh, Terry McAuliffe will probably win. If Youngkin is within within five points in Loudoun County, uh, this will be nuts. Um, In this, this will be the biggest political surprise since 2016. And I'm going to tell you, Tony, you said the smartest thing that I have heard today, um, and I've heard a lot today, which is. Uh, if New Jersey goes Republican, nobody will even think about Virginia. Yeah, and now, by the way, I want to be clear. I cannot even pronounce the Republican's last name. I grew up in Jersey. Can't pronounce it. But I'm telling <laughs> you right now. I, I don't even know what it is. But if it goes Republican, we're going to all be talking about it tomorrow. The Virginia race won't even have happened. We won't even yeah. remember that Virginia is a state if the Republican wins. Commonwealth, by the way. Ah, I see what you did there. You in Pennsylvania, always trying to mess people up. <laughs> Leland Vittert is his name, V-I-T-T-E-R-T. Catch him on the Twitter box right there. I, w- I will have a glass of bourbon in hand, and I will be watching the Jersey results. <laughs> That's <laughs> going to be happening. Me, um, go enjoy the show. Uh, knock him dead. Be sure to catch Leland Vittert tonight, newsnationnow.com. Um that's an interesting, interesting look. Something to look for is is those Loudoun County results. And I think that's a that's astute. Right? I don't even think it's I, I think it's more than double digits. Uh, ten you would expect in a Loudoun County. It's a fifteen. It, it like was there massive turnout? I thought that's how I take this. There's a massive turnout in a Loudoun County. If he's in within five, you're right. That's nuts. That is absolutely positively Nuts. I think it's going to be a fun election night. There's something in it for everybody and a way for everyone to spin it. If I were you, grab your bourbon and enjoy it. Every last bit of it. Because you know if things are tight, it's going to go late into the night. And then bring on the lawyers. You're going to need two bourbons. I'm Tony Katz, Facebook Tony Katz Radio. This is Tony Katz Today.